Shalom to all. Today we're going to be learning Chagiga Daf Yotes. We are starting the top line, the third word on the line. And today's Daf is sponsored by Lilu Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarah Basar Yaakov Meisha Hernes Shalom Shadavanulio, and Lilu Nishmas, Mars Freida Chayo Beila Basar Yitzchak Tzvi Hernes Shalom Shadavanulio. Now we've been discussing certain milos, elevated levels in regards to food. The lowest is Chulin, next is Meisher Sheni, then Truma, afterwards Kaidesh, and the highest level is Mechatos. The Mishnah said that if one is careful to remain tar when dealing with one level, that doesn't allow him to deal with the other level that requires a higher level of tahara. Now yesterday's Gemara concluded with a seeming steer and bright. One Brasa said that one must have kavan before washing hands. Another Brasa taught that even without kavan, one's hands would be tame. Whereas another Brasa taught that even without kavan, one's hands would be tahar. And the answer was that when washing for chulin, one doesn't need kavana, but when washing for Master Shani, one needs to have kavana. And now the Gemara asks, How do we know that when washing for chulin, a person does not need to have kavana? The Gemara answers that none. We have a Mishnah. A wave that got detached. This person sitting by the beach, and this huge wave comes along, detaches itself from the ocean, and plops itself right on top of him. And in that wave, there was 40 saw, and we know that. That 40 saws of mikvah. Venafal Adamal Kalim. It fell on this person that was there and on some Kalim that were next to him. Tahirin, they're both Tahar. So what do we see from here? Katani Adam Domi the Kalim. This Mishnah taught us that people and Kalim are similar. Ma Kalim Dolay Machavni, just like the Kalim had no Kavana. Af Adam Dolay Machavin. So too the person doesn't have to have Kavana. Here we have a ride from this Mishnah that a person doesn't have to have Kavana before washing themselves for Chulin. The Gemara asks me, Mai, who says that's a Raya? Perhaps we're talking about where the person was waiting for that wave to detach itself and fall on him. He's sitting by the beach watching all the surfers on these huge waves and he's Waiting for one of the waves to detach itself and plop itself right on top of him. And Mikalim Domi the Adam, actually, we should compare the Kalim to the person, Ma Adam the Bar Kavana, just like the person, he's one that could have Kavana and he was having Kavana in this case, Af Kalim Dem who so too we would actually have to have Kavana for these Kalim to become Tahar if we want to become Tahar in this case. So we don't necessarily have a ride from this Meshna. But now the Gemara just asks, If you want to say the person's actually sitting there waiting for the wave to detach itself and fall on him, what's the Chiddush? Of course he would be Tahar in that case. So we answer there's actually a Chiddush in that case because Sakat I might have thought, Ligs or Dilma I might be geyser in that case because then a person might end up being tayvul in a chardul of geshamim, which is a stream of rainwater running down a slope, and he's not allowed to be tayvul on that. That's because even though there's 40 saw in this rainwater, the halacha is that rainwater cannot be used as a mikvah unless it's stationary, or inami, or nigs are rushing atu kipin. I should be geyser that a person's not allowed to be tayvul in the rush, in the head of this wave, meaning after this wave fell on him and he was on the floor, atu, he might end up being tayvul in the kipin, in the dome, or in the crest of this wave. Kamashma, and the chiddush is, he actually is allowed to be tayvul in such a case. He's sitting and the wave falls on him. That's okay. Kamash Mulan, the Chedosh is that we're not going to be geyser and we're going to allow him to be tayvul in such a case. The wave detached itself and fell on top of him. He is considered tahar. Now we're just going to understand this keep-in case. What does that mean, being tayvul in the crest or in the dome of the wave? How do we know that we're not allowed to be tayvul in the crest or the dome of the wave? Which means that as this wave detaches itself, it's still flying through the air. He takes a spoon or a cup that he's holding his hand and he sticks it into the wave. So he was tayvul his thing in the wave, but the wave is still in the air. How do we know that doesn't work? The time you have a brass that says, You can only be tayvul in the rush of the wave, meaning after the wave already fell on the ground, but not while it's still flying through the air. Because you can't be tayvul in the air. If he's sitting on the ground, he's on the floor, and then the wave detaches itself and falls on top of him, so now the water's on the ground as well, and that's like a regular mikvah. But the tire never says that you're allowed to be tayvul in the air. But now we still need to find the raya that a person doesn't need to have kavana for chulin. El is from the following Mishnah. A person's produce fell into a stream of water. And someone whose hands were tame stuck his hands into this amas hamayim, into the stream of water, and he took the produce out. Yadav tires, his hands are tahar, uperis enim bechiyutan, and his fruit is not bechiyutan. Now, what does that mean, bechiyutan? So, produce cannot become tame unless it's undergone hechsher. It has to have been made susceptible to be makabotoma, and that's accomplished by it becoming wet. However, that's only if the owner desired that it become wet. That's called kiyutan. That comes from a pasuk. We're not going to get into that now. Now, if it's enim bechiyutan, if it's not bechiyutan, that means it became wet, but it's not mokshed makabotoma because the owner didn't want it to become wet. So, 
this case, we're saying his produce is not bekiyutan, meaning it's not mochshel kabotome because he didn't want it to become wet. But we see from here that he put his hands into the water, and all he wanted to do was take the paris out. He wanted to take his produce out, but still his hands are tar. We see you do not have to have kavana to wash your hands for chulin. Now we just conclude the mission of Emishvilshiyotchuyadav. If he wanted to actually wash his hands, Yadav Tarus's hands would be tar. About paris are in bekiyutan, and the prayers would be bekiyutan, and they would be mochshel kabotome. But now we're going to ask on our answer in the first place. We had said that if a person's washing for chulin, he doesn't need to have kavana. Eisvei Rabbeler of Nachman, Rabbe Asher of Nachman from our Mishnah. If a person was taivu for chulin, hochzik means he had kavana. He had intended that he wants to be taivu himself for chulin. Also, lemaiser, he's not to be involved in meiser sheni. What do we see from here? Hochzik in lo hochzik loy. That it's only if he had kavana to be taivu for chulin. If he didn't have a kavana to be taivu for chulin, it's mashma that it's not considered like he's tahar at all. So we say actually not with the mission saying hachikamer. This is what it's telling us. Even though he had kavana for chulin, also lemaiser, he's still not to be involved in meiser sheni. Really, he does not need to have kavana in the first place. And if he was taivu without kavana, he's still allowed to be involved in. Chulin. The Chiddush in the Mishnah is that even though he did have Kavanah for Chulin, he's still not allowed to be involved in Maeser Sheni. Eisvei Rabbah continue asking Rav Nachman. Our Mishnah says, If the person went to the Mikvah and he didn't have Kavanah at all, it's as if he didn't go to the Mikvah. My love doesn't that mean as if he didn't immerse at all and he's still considered Tame? So once again, we answer, that's not a question. Really, what the Mishnah is saying is, it's as if he didn't go to the Mikvah for Maeser purposes. It's as if he went to the Mikvah for Chulin purposes, even though he didn't have Kavanah. Now, who saw Rabbah thought that Rav Nachman was really just pushing him away. So Nafak Dakva Ashkach, he went out, he checked, and he found the Tanya that we actually have a breast that says, Tava Veloy Hochsak, if a person went to the mikvah and he did not have Kavana at all, Osir Lemaiser, he's not allowed to be involved in Maiser Shani, but Umutur Lechulin, he is allowed to be involved in Chulin, even though he didn't have Kavana at all. And continuing on to talk about proper Kavana with going to the mikvah, Amra Belazar, Tava Vaala, the person went to the mikvah, he came out, he's completely out of the mikvah, Machsak Atzmi Lechomashirirze, he could have Kavana for anything that he wants. He came out of the mikvah, he could decide what he wants to apply it to. He could say, I want to be Tahar now for Trumor. Or I want to be tar now for Kaidesh. As the Gemara Mesa, we have a Brisa that tells us, if he still has one foot in the water, if he had intended for one thing which was lower, let's say he had intended to go to the mikvah for Chulin, he could change his mind for something which is more Chamer. But Allah, once he came out of the mikvah, he can't apply any sort of Kavana to that. He's already out of the mikvah. My love doesn't mean that he can't have any sort of Kavana whatsoever. And that seems to be against what Rebbe Lazar says. Rebbe Lazar says that once he came out of the mikvah, he still could apply that to something. Over here, we're saying, once he's out of the mikvah, he's not able to apply his kavana to anything. So we answer a lie that's actually not what the Bryce is saying. I dare you, if he's still in the mikvah a little bit, even just one foot in the mikvah, even though he had kavana for something, he could change his kavana for something even more chamer. But Allah, once he came out of the mikvah, if he never had intent in the first place, meaning when he went to the mikvah, he had no intent for any sort of level whatsoever, so then he actually could say that immersion that I just did should be applied to something even if it's very chamer. But if when he had went into the mikvah in the first place, he had Kavana for something, for example, for Chulin, so then he can't change it to something more Chamer because he's already out of the mikvah. And now, this way that we're understanding the Bryce is not a question on Rabbi Lazar. And now we just ask, who's a Tana that holds that if he has one foot in the water, he's still considered like he's in the mikvah? A mikvah was measured and it turns out it has precisely 40 saw of water, not one drop more than 40 saw. Two people went into the mikvah and they were title one after another. Ruvain went in and then he came out, then Shimon went in afterwards. Harisha and Tar, Vasheni Tomei, the first one, Ruven, he's Tar, the second one is Tomei. Why is that? Because when Ruven came out of the mikvah, he took some of the water with him, and now there's less than 40 saw, so Shimon was actually Taival in a mikvah that did not have 40 saw. Now, Amr Behuda, Behuda says, If the first person's feet were still in the water, Ruven still had his feet in the water, Afasheni Tar, even the second one is Tar. How does that work? Because we say all the droplets of water that are on Ruven's body are good aches. We take it and we extend them downwards into the 
mikvah. We've had Godachas and Shabbos and Erevin, and it was prominently featured in Sukkah that we take something and we extend it downwards. Rabbi Yehuda holds that we take the water that's on Ruvain's body, we look at it as if it's extended downwards into the mikvah, and Shimon was actually Taival in a mikvah that had 40 saw. Now, Amr Nachman, Amr and the whole is if this person is going to the mikvah to try to bring himself to a different elevated status that has a dindra banan, like we said, from chulun to truma, truma to something else. But if this person is tummy midiras and he's trying to make himself tahar, everyone would agree that the second person is tummy because he needs to immerse in a proper mikvah that actually has 40 saw in it. And behind the rapidus, that is what rapidus was saying. Now, some say, the whole is when a person is tummy midiras and he's trying to make himself tahar. But if he's simply trying to immerse himself to an elevated status, as we said, which is only Drabanan, everyone would agree that the second one is Tahar, and that's not like what Rabbi Tos was saying. And continuing to delve into this, Amr Ula, he says, Are we allowed to be titled needles and spinning forks? A machat is a needle, and a tsinar is a tiny little spinning fork that used to spin gold with this tiny little fork. Are we allowed to be titled them on the head of the first person? So Reuven went into the mikvah, he came out, his foot is still in the mikvah. We don't want to take this machat, this needle, which is so tiny, and put it in the mikvah, we might get it lost. So we want to stick it on the head of Ruvain. His head has some hair on it, and there's some water in his hair. So do we say it's considered like we actually immerse this needle? What's the question? Good aches isle Rabbi Yehuda, good asik lesle. Does he only hold of good aches? That we look at the water as if it's being extended downwards, but he does not hold of good asik? Aydilma good asik nami isle, perhaps he holds of good asik. Good asik means that we look at the water as if it's extending upwards. Asik is lashon of going upwards, emesak shamayim. So do we say that the water is going upwards? In this case, we would have to say good asik for it to be a good tefillah. We would have to say that the water in the mikvah is going all the way up to this person's head. So Amalei Rabbi Yechanan told Ula Tani We actually learned it. Shalash Gamamiz Benachal, there's three holes along a slope. A nachal usually means a stream. Over here, it means a slope. We have an upper one, a middle one, and a lower one. The upper hole and lower hole both have 20 saw, which means it's not a kosher mikvah. However, the middle one, Shalabrayim saw, has 40 saw, so you could be titled in the middle one. And there's a stream of rainwater running in between all three of these. Rabbi Yehuda Aimer, Rabbi Yehuda says, Meir Hai Aimer, Rabbi Meir says, Mat Bilbal Yaina, that you're allowed to be titled in the upper one. So we see from here that Rabbi Yehuda holds that if you're allowed to be titled in the upper one, which only has 20 saw, the only way that could work is if we say good asik, we take the water in the middle one, that's 40 saw, and we extend it upwards to the upper one. It must be that Rabbi Yehuda holds of good asik. But now Ula responds, Rabbi Yechon of Atan, you have a brass that says, Rabbi Yehuda Aimer, Rabbi Yehuda says, Yod Hasam based on top, Meir Hai Aimer, Rabbi Meir says, Mat Bilbal Yaina, you are allowed to be titled in the upper one. Vani Aimer, but I, Rabbi Yehuda, say, but you're only allowed to be titled in the lower one and not in the upper one. That's because we say good aches. We only extend the middle one to the lower one, but not good asik, the middle one to the upper one. So I'm related. Rabbi told him, Itanya, Tanya, if you have a brisa, so you have a brisa, and I retract my answer. And the Meshach said, A person went to the mikvah and he had intended that he wants to be involved in chulin, so he's not allowed to be involved in Maeser Shani. If he did this for Maeser Shani, he's not allowed to be involved in Truma, so on and so forth. The Gemara asked, Mani Masnisin, who's our Mishnah like? Rabbanon, he eats the Rabbanon. They say there's a difference between chulin and Maeser. Asked the Gemara Ema Seifa. The end of the Mishnah says, Big day Ama Arts Midras Lapushin. The clothing of an Ama Arts has to be looked at as Tommy Midras, as if a Zav had sat on it, and that's in regards to Prushin, someone who's very Makbid with Tahara. And Big day Prushin, the clothing of Prushin or Midras Lachle Chuma, the clothing of Prushin is actually looked at as Tommy Midras for people that are eating Chuma, because even though these Prushin are very Makbid when it comes to Toma Tahara, not on the level of Chuma, only on the level of Chulin. But what do we see from here? That we skip the step of Meister Shani. As on the Rav Meir, now it seems to be the Mishnah like Rav Meir, the Amr Chulin and and Meister Shani are the same thing, so therefore we skipped the step of Meister Shani. We went right to Truma. Reisha Rabban of a Sefer of Meir. Does that mean that the Reisha of the Mishnah is Rabban and the Sefer is Rameir? We usually like it when a Mishnah is according to one Tana and not two different Tanaim. So the Gemara says you're right. In Reisha Rabban of a Sefer of Meir, the Reisha is 
on Sefer Ezra Meir. Now, Rav Acha Bar Adam Masi, Lo Besefa Chamesh Milois, and the Sefer of the Mishnah we were talking about, Midrash, Rav Acha Bar Adam actually learned it as five different Milois. He inserts a Milois of the Begadim of Prushim are actually considered Midrash for someone who's eating Maeser Shani, and Maeser Shani Begadim are considered Midrash for someone who's careful with Truma, and therefore, Muki La Kulak Rabbanon, he learns the entire Mishnah like the Rabbanon. And Amrav Mari, Shema Amino, we learn from here the Chulun Shanaswa Tahar Sakhaydish Kekhaydish Damu. If a person is very makbet to eat their Chulun and treat their Chulun Al Tahar Sakhaydish on the same level as a person who would be eating Kaidesh, so that chulin is actually considered like Kaidesh. How do we know that? Mimai, where does that come from in the Mishnah? Because we don't have a specific Milo which is mentioned in the Mishnah. We don't say the begotten of people are eating their chulin, but Tahara are considered midras for people that are eating their chulin al Taharas HaKaidesh. So it must be that people that are eating their chulin al Taharas HaKaidesh, they're just like people who are actually eating Kaidesh, and that was already mentioned in the Mishnah, so we don't need to have to have another Milo. The Gemara says, that's not a Raya. Perhaps the reason why there's no Milo that's mentioned in between a person who's eating his chul and al-tahara versus a person who eats his chul and al-tahara's hakaidash, that's the idam of truma, because if you want to say that a person who eats their chul and al-tahara's hakaidash is compared to truma, hatani truma, we already learned the mile in between chul and truma. And vidam al if you want to just say it's considered like regular chul and hatani chul we already learned that there's a difference. Did not we have a mission that says chul and shinas al-tahara's hakaidash, harain it's just like chul and rebelaz reptotik, I'm harain kachuma, it's like truma. We say you're right, there's no raya from the reisha, elmi seifa, there's a raya from the seifa. Yaisi ben yezer, hayachasu chibakuhuna, yes ben yezer, he's one of the pious kehanim. And his mitpachas, his napkin is considered midras when it comes to kaidash. Even though he was very makbid when it came to truma, truma is still on a lower level of kaidash, so his mitpachas is still considered midras when it comes to kaidash. And here's the raya: Yechrim and Gud Gada, Hayo Echal Taharas Hakaidash Kol Yamav. Yechrim and Gud Gada used to eat his chulin Al Taharas Hakaidash his entire life. But his mitpachas, midras lechatos. Nonetheless, his mitpachas, his napkin was considered midras when it came to mechatos because that's the highest level. What do we see from here? Lechatos in lekaidash loy. His mitpachas is only considered midras when it comes to mechatas, but it's not considered medjus when it comes to kaidash. Alma kasavar, we see that we hold chulin shenasal tarasa kaidash kaidash damu. That if a person is makbed with their chulin on the level of kaidash, that's just like kaidash. Yachrim good gada, he was makbed to eat his chulin al tarasa kaidash, so we consider that mamish just like kaidash. And the only thing his mitpachas would be tame for would be for mechatas, but not for kaidash itself. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with more dinim of tomorrow. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.